Hey everyone, it is Tom Kradza, and on this episode, Nick and I sit down with Zvonimir Petric to talk everything technology. We get into the latest MacBooks and the latest chips in those MacBooks. We get into different messaging applications and which ones you should use and not use, including things like WhatsApp and Telegram and Signal. We get into encryption and the latest IT trends, how to manage your photos, password management. We talk about reminder and note applications. Basically, a tech discussion with one of the experts in the field. The last time he was here, he told us our security was not strong enough at Rockstar. We ended up turning on two-factor authentication here. For days, nobody could log into anything. It almost brought Rockstar to its knees, but apparently we are more secure because of it. So we thank Zvonimir for sharing that tip with us, even though for, for it went on actually for weeks. After a couple of weeks of doing that, some people on the team still couldn't log into a few things, but now we're all straight and we're grateful that uh, he shared that tip with us. So we talk about all that stuff. And on this episode, we kick off with a promise that he gave that he would sing a song when he came back. And he ends up singing a great song about rock star and Bitcoin. So wait till you hear how we kick off this particular episode. We're grateful that he came back. And as a promise actually for singing that song, we committed to doing something that the team here would ask of myself and Nick that would put out us outside of our comfort zone. So we'll see where that kind of leads. We're not sure if you're here about that or not, but we do have to report back to him. That was our promise. And listen, if you are checking out this podcast and listening in and you want some information about the the economy or real estate, or if you're trying to manage your finances and wondering if an asset base in real estate is right for you, we have a, a different set of reports that you can check out that you can read that might be helpful in making some of these decisions. We have a report on the destruction of the middle class and what is happening with people working harder but not feeling like they're getting ahead and we break down some of the financial reasons for that. We have a report on the population growth here in this area and how it's probably the most misunderstood and misreported thing that is going on in the housing market, just the sheer population, the growth that we're getting here. We have a report on university and if you took your the money that you would spend on your children's university and just put it into real estate, what would that look like? What would the returns be like? And we're not, you know, we're not suggesting anyone not get an education, but we were just curious. If you took the money that you were going to throw at university or college and you put it into real estate, what would happen? All these different reports, just to get all of us thinking, are available to you at rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash reports. And there's more than those there, by the way. They're just not coming to mind right now. That's why I haven't mentioned them. But there are more reports than the ones I just mentioned right uh, just now. They're all available for you at rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash reports. That's rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash reports. Enough with this intro. Let's get on with this episode. And here's Zvonimir sing a song. Are you ready to live life on your terms? Is it time to take charge? Real estate, business building, the economy, health and nutrition, and more. It's the Your Life, Your Term Show with Tom and Nick Carazza. Are you ready? Let's go. We are live with Zvonimir Petritz and Nicholas Alexander Carazza. And, uh, the English Zvon version. Yeah. Well, I was going to say Nicholas Alexander Karaja, but it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of like a mix. Flow, Nicholas flow. Alexander Karaja. One of the, one of the few episodes where Nick's on time. Yeah. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> Nick's here. See, Hey, do you see what kind of person you are? 
you got here. He was here right on time. He's like, I'm not going to miss Vaughn. Oh, wow. For the record, yeah. I have my own schedule to keep. Then I have to keep Tom's schedule with the podcast as well. It's yeah. virtually impossible. I'm doing twice the work. The podcast Tom- is for you too. It's not Tom's schedule. This is us together. You can join in or not join in. I make it easy. I, I make uh, Nick Nick's mic hot all the time. He can stop in anytime he wants. He Fair can leave any, anytime he wants. But Zvonimir is back. So we have all these tech. Listen, look at all the tech questions I have for him. So we have to do rapid fire because I have a lot of tech questions for you. I have security questions, app upgrade questions, photo questions. I'm going to ask him about my photos on my Mac because I can never use them. Um, but before we begin, um, last time we were here, I said I really, I can't sing. I have no musical ability. And I remember you singing. I don't know if it was at your sister's wedding. Honestly, I don't even know. I guess it was at your sister's wedding. Possibly. But yeah. And uh, I really wish I had some musical ability that I don't have. And I, I think you thought I was joking, but I really do admire the fact that you can sing. So with that, I think we should kick this off with you singing. So we, because we spoke about that last time. <laughs> Don't laugh. This is serious business. Yeah, sure. So like I was telling you earlier before the podcast started, it was like, yeah, I think your show is a little bit too serious. Sometimes you guys have a lot of fun. It's great. But I think we can spice it up this time a little bit. Um, so what I've proposed to you oh, by talking about technology oh, security, yeah. really no, spicy <laughs> subject, yeah, yeah, super sexy <laughs> subject. No, I was just telling you, remember last time on the two factor authentication and then you, just so everyone's aware. Can last, we, wait, wait, wait. Authentication. Uh, authentication on the authentication. <laughs> <laughs> the last time Zvonimir was here, he told us we didn't have two factor authentication on just so everyone listening knows Nick, after that episode, remember you yeah. went in and you turned on two factor authentication on across everything. the whole business for the next, I think three days to three weeks we had people here at Rockstar saying, get into I can't stuff. get into my email I can't get into anything can Perfect. you please yeah, <laughs> and that's what I we said. locked Perfect. everybody out of the business yeah. so thanks Vaughn you really helped us out there you locked everybody yeah. out of the business You're for probably like 100 grand in losses and revenue but that's fine it's worth it <laughs> we're more secure it's worth it you didn't get hacked so so because we, we discussed that I was like oh, I really don't want to do that it's sort of out of my element um, it's not my thing I'm, I'm modest about my voice and singing and stuff like I do it but it's not I don't know. It's 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 just an it's a thing I need to do to release almost. It's like a I can it's a, see that. It's, it's a it's an escape, um, but it's definitely not my. I don't like the attention per se, but nonetheless, when you're singing, you you sort of have to own that attention. Are you going to sing or not? Like, hold on, hold on. I'm building this story. <laughs> preamble. This is the preamble. So so in order for me to do this, I didn't just. I'm not going to just sing some stupid song. I I somehow fell upon an old school tune, and then I changed the words for you. Oh so shit. It's, so it's actually so it's actually an abode to your Bitcoin love. Oh my god. Here we go. Yeah. Oh my so, god. I was expecting hey, Olivia Rodrigo you know or whatever. I couldn't so be happier right so now. The, so seriously, this, this required a lot of driving and repeating a same song to figure out the wording and the and the and the sort of delivery of this. So I hope you appreciate that this, this is probably the first time I've ever done this and I had a lot of fun with it actually. Let's have it. Let's have but, it. But what I promised myself is I'm not going to do this for free in the sense that I'm going to ask your team. For Bitcoin? No. Okay. <laughs> That'd be cool, but no. Um, it's not going to cost anybody any money unless that's what they decide. So your team, your rock star team can come up with some elaborate plan to get you out of your comfort zone. And Nick too. Sure. Yeah, good. Yeah, so the two of you to get out of your comfort zones, um, obviously within reasonable limits, right? We're going to asterisk that. So team, rock and roll. I just want the video of what's are, happening, when it happens, and how it happens. Are we When we have to get out of our comfort zones, uh, is it something we have to do on the podcast or just anywhere? I don't care. Okay. 
Okay. Your team can decide the, the rules with you guys. I just okay. want something to happen in order to pay for this abode to Bitcoin okay. for you. That's a fair exchange. I want to hear this abode. So that is a completely fair exchange. Nick, right. you have to do it too. Are you com committing? That's no problem. I'm out of my comfort zone. Every time I, I think I shouldn't be doing something, I do it. So I'm not. Oh, okay. So, so this is good. Okay. This is good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This okay. is good. Because right, I couldn't so come up need with a, anything do, do that wasn't completely the light? Do you need some mood music for this? No, do we we're turn not, off the lights No, here? we're just going to do this. So, okay. Bitcoin higher than a mile. I'm watching you in style all day. Oh, dream maker, you heartbreaker. Wherever you're going, I'm holding all day. Two drifters off to see the charts. There's such a lot of charts to watch. We're after the whole time highs. Waiting for the dips, my rock star little friends. Bitcoin. And you. Oh my. <laughs> okay, that was amazing. It, it took a lot of uh, all, like revisions, so to speak. Listen, so, if someone anyway. listening to this has something that they need to do, you know, that's fearless, maybe we can start a trend that they can come on the podcast and do what they need to do to the world too. But you know what? That wasn't even fearless for you. I feel like that just came easy. You don't even... You, well, whatever. You, I just get... No. Yeah, you don't Tom care, just, but... Tom just knocked it. Yeah. yeah. No, so no, we no. Have to I do. just... No, it's a compliment to the freaking guy who can sing. Because can you imagine me and you trying to do that? Um, yeah, cool, dude. We're going to have to clip that. I'm going to have to send it to a few... Uh, a, a, to, to a certain brother-in-law of yours so he has that for you for, <laughs> forever. So he's gonna, for, and it will be yeah. had. And it, it will be forever. And knowing Mar Marco's been on this podcast, anyone listening to this, yeah, they're brother-in-laws and uh, he will have this forever and he will, he will enjoy I, sharing I am, that with I you am forever. now envisioning forever torment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, but that's that's such a, it was such a good rendition of the song. I like appreciate a, that. Yeah, yeah, that was fantastic. That's cool. And Nick, yeah, I was dancing to the song here. You were just staring in shock at what was going on. No, I was no, laughing. No, you were staring at me. Laughing. Listen. Yeah, wasn't staring in, in shock. We laughing have, at This guy's you. a busy guy. We only have him for a certain amount of time. I'm going to dive into it. With the, right. with the M, with the Mac stuff, I have a new M1 uh, MacBook Air here. Congratulations. So, so that, you know, yeah, yeah, thank you. It's already out of date. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. The next one, the, what is it? The 14 inch with the better M1 chip is coming up. But my Mac, my last MacBook that finally died, I had to do it. So with the M1 chip and this MacBook, do you think I just always upgrade to the latest OS? Because when I upgraded to Big Sur, was it Big Sur before the last? I have no idea. I don't know. I think names. it was Big Sur was the last big one. I had like three or four video application stuff stop working on me. So if someone's yeah. listening to this with their own MacBooks, does every are you just saying up, upgrade to the latest operating system all the time? Or what do we need to think about? So it's, it's not a simple response, right? Um, the fact that you've got an M1 Mac is great. They're amazing machines. I joke that they're out of date. They're still spectacular machines, this 13-inch that you have. Um, I don't want to get too technical with people. That's sort of boring, right? But um, upgrading willy-nilly as Apple will generally want to push you by the way that their operating system works, it'll kind of push you, it'll nudge you. It'll be like, hey, Monterey's out, which all these stupid names don't really mean anything. So when we're talking Big Sur, you're talking version 11, Monterey's version 12, all right? So version 12 being the latest version, it literally released on Monday, I think. I wouldn't update right away. Okay. 
What like uh, what are you jonesing no, for? I, no, no, you know I'm just I mean? wondering like, if you're at home with a few kids on their MacBooks and security, do you just always upgrade to the latest one or do you wait a couple weeks, couple months before well, you upgrade? So it depends, right? So for somebody like yourself who's got this elaborate cool setup and all this fancy tech and you're relying on specific pieces of software, you need to ensure that the key applications that you're using work with the latest version. That's you, the most you, important thing. Which you didn't do. No. And then you couldn't do anything. You couldn't yeah. run any podcasts. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So so that for you, I would say, no, you need to hold off and make sure that each piece of okay. software that but you run. But if it's my daughter who's basically web browsing using Google Docs, yeah, upgrade. upgrade it, she gets the latest yeah. security, that's yeah. it. And that would be include for iPads and, and everything. Okay. But the, is there major security issues with a Mac anyways versus yes. a PC? Yeah, there are, yeah. There are. You just like, don't hear, not, you yeah, don't hear about them as much? Um, yeah, I mean... It's a smaller market share, but uh, Big Sur, previous to 11.6, so 6 being a revision of 11, the sixth revision. Sorry for doing basic math for y'all. Um, if you had a version under 11.6, you had a very big security flaw. I can't remember the specifics of it now because I didn't care. It was just a big enough one to that we actually um, forced that update on everybody. So Got if like it. three, four, five hundred computers we manage, whatever it is. For your clients. We just, we we went on a crazy mandate. It, so does this mean, okay, someone like me or listening at home about this kind of stuff, does this mean if I have sensitive banking on my laptop or something, I can get malware and somebody can monitor my keywords, uh, you know, monitor which keys I'm pressing on my keyboard? I mean, there, there are certain vulnerabilities that work in certain ways. Again, it boils back down to that whole two-factor thing a lot of the times. Physical access to your Mac will help me get access to your data quicker. But if I hack your password because you gave it to me via phishing email or something, that's okay. the easiest way, which is why two-factor kicks in. When right? you hear about malware, what is it that I should be scared of? I don't even know anymore. I'm sort of out of date with this stuff. What is malware? Like, what am I scared about with malware? Um, it's it's like a, it's a malicious piece of software on your computer that does something that you don't something think Something nefarious. It would do. Yeah. So, happening. for example, uh, I'll use an, uh, a very common thing that a lot of people had on their phones before, which was... Uh, the camera, what was it, the camera apps or or some, or like calculator apps on Android or something like that. I'm, I'm using Android as a primary example because it's just easier. Those apps were free. So why did somebody create that app that was free? Why would they spend the time to create an app that's free? And this will boil down to the, a, a basic philosophical thing of technology. If something's free, you become the product in most cases. I'm not saying all the time. There are some great developers that are giving out stuff for free because they're amazing human beings. But a calculator app that's spitting ads at you and doing all these things, all you want to do is add two plus two. But in the background, it's siphoning your contacts and it's doing a bunch of stuff that the, the, the operating system at the time would allow, which is why Apple has this huge stance on privacy. And I'm not a rah-rah Apple guy. I'm not. I'm you not, are, let's face I'm it. Not, I'm not. I'm very critical of them. <laughs> and they, they do make mistakes and lots of them. In fact, the new MacBooks we can talk about in a minute, but they made a ton of mistakes with the laptops over the last three, four years. They've now finally, finally given us our abode for, for people who follow this and going, well, here's your laptop you've been asking for. You had it already four years ago, but here it is again. We, we screwed up. They didn't say it with those words, but that's what they did. So when it comes to malware, it's a piece of software that's doing something that you're not aware of maliciously, i.e. gathering data or whatever, because it's all about gathering data, right? How is Facebook so successful? So on the app store, do I have to be worried about my kids downloading apps that are free, all those little gaming apps and stuff? Or generally on the app store, is it filtered enough through Apple that, nah, you're okay? In, in the case of Apple, you're generally okay. 
there are apps that come out that that can circumvent Apple's protections. On the Android side, I would say, yeah, you absolutely have to be more really? careful. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Android phones have malware on them. It's getting better, um, but the that's that. So that's the big debate about iOS versus Android, right? Android's a little bit more of an open, free market, and there's absolute benefits to that. And then the Apple world is a little bit more dictatorish. You know, mm. we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna big brother the situation. Yeah, got What it. about these these password apps? I know you have a question, Tom. But yeah, yeah. these, no, these that's generic one password apps, it always freaks me out because I use one password and mm. there's a lot of information in there. But it seems like they're relatively secure. I haven't seen that there's any been any hacks to any of those companies yet. So it's like one password, last pass. I think there's a couple other ones, right? Well, because the data is encrypted. And it's encrypted by a password that you've created, which is hopefully a secure password called that master password, the one that you use to unlock your vault. So imagine you have a safe in your basement or in your office. If there's one in your office, let us know. And then it's right under your seat right now. Got it. Cool. <laughs> and your password to that safe is usually just a pin pad, right? Like yep, we're talking right. literal safes, right? Well, if your password's one, two, three, four. Yeah, but when, when there's Nick, data, you just gave Nick's password away. But right. When, when there's data leaks in these other companies, it's it, the stuff's encrypted anyways. When they get, they can get in, they can decrypt it. No. If they have your password, so it all comes down for the password apps. I think Nick's thinking can, is their security good enough that they won't get hacked. But you're saying as long as your password is good and beefy and good password, that you believe their security is good enough that they're not going to be hacked through some backdoor database mechanism. Correct. I think that's where Nick's thinking. Can yeah. someone in the backdoor, forget your password, get into one password's master database? Right. So a great example of that would be how LinkedIn keeps getting hacked. Um, it's, it's, I think it's happened a bunch of times over the time and your PII, your personal identification information gets out. Well, look how many visa, look how many times visa, like, uh, uh, retailers database are hacked and they get all the visa information and typically visa information isn't stored in its entirety, right? It's usually not. And some digits are missing or encrypted and then they're, but they're getting the full numbers. So I think that's where Nick's coming from. Is there a backdoor threat we should be worried of when we have all our life's passwords in one of these password apps? So because I don't know the intricacies of that, it's hard for me to really answer that. Do you Um, use one? I use one password. Okay. I trust one password. I'm I'm comfortable with one password. I trust one Amir. So we use one password. (laughs) I mean, the reality is, is there's nothing that's 1000% secure. Yeah, right, yeah. There, there, it doesn't exist. So, can one password get hacked? Possibly. Well, Has you it know, been? you know, it's a big target because, like, anyone Absolutely. looking at it's like, shit. If yeah. I get there, that's a holy grail because that's I get, their whole business. So, you got to imagine yeah. they're also got they're fighting triple they're, yeah. down. On yeah, this. like I didn't, I didn't come prepared for that particular nitty gritty question because I, I, I don't know. But the the reality is, is that that is their one thing they do, and they got to do it well, well or some, they're gone. Someone right. got my information somewhere because uh, on the team here, we have multiple people getting text messages saying, Hey, this is Tom Karadza. And uh, can you do me a quick favor? Yeah. And then the person responds because we've been playing along with them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have they, you seen that? This is a new thing. Sorry. I yeah. They, they play along and they say, yeah, I'll help you out. And uh, someone on our team's going quite deep I, with I saw, this. Yeah. And then they're, they're coming back and saying, Oh, you know, I, I, I guess I said, Tom said, even though it's not me, it's a Baltimore phone number, by the way. That the text message is coming in from, but it says Tom Karadza and they're saying, you know, I need your help. Can you go to the store and get me a quick visa card? And then the exchanges go back and forth like 10 times and ultimately leads to, cause this person on our team did take a picture of like, Hey, I got these visa cards, but they're wrapped. And they said, can you t- 
take the wrapping off and take a clear picture of me from the of the front and the back. Mm-hmm. And afterwards, I'll email you the money. I'm just in a jam. I can't get it to you right now. Mm-hmm. And they're pretending they're me. Mm-hmm. And uh, the person's just playing along saying, no, you know what? You must have my email address. You know me. Send me the money first. And they're now at that stage with, with the, the, I guess, the scammer knows that they're kind of caught. And they're like, no, no, don't worry. It's Tom. I, you trust yeah, me. Yeah, you trust me, right? You trust you know, me. You know who you I know am. It's me. You know who it's me. Yeah, you know, you know it's me. Yeah. Send I haven't me the seen, uh, this, is, this is the first time I've seen, seen A few that. people on our team yeah. have it all from me. Yeah. So what? I must be, my phone number or my name got out there somehow. So, but then they must have correlated it with who else is on the team here because they're going to rock star people. Well, are your phone numbers on your website? No. Are they on your email signatures? <laughs> Again, no. just picks up part of security. No, they're not. We don't share our cell phone no, numbers yeah, anywhere. They're not. So, no. so there's a couple of key things you don't want to do on your website, for example. A, publish your email addresses. If you put your email, the CEO's email address, well, that's easy. Are now our, I know the our, owner's email are address. Are email addresses on the website? They shouldn't be if they are. I don't, I maybe. We, maybe. I don't know. Well, okay. Regardless, they got your number Clips somehow. One of yours hacked our, secu- our deep security. Well, it's not. <laughs> I, I mean, know. our email address is our first name at Rockstar yeah, Brokers yeah, yeah. pretty much for everyone. Yeah, so yeah. once, if you... Nick, it's don't not say hard that. To, you just so released the, all the secrets to the business. To so I think the most important out. thing to remember is that, like, the people who are trying to trick you, they're just tricksters. They're They're the scum of the world. And they're just trying to get your money because you have more of it than they do. And they live in these third world parties of the world. It uh, doesn't matter where they are. And they're just trying to make a living for themselves. And some this of, is how they're doing some it. Some of them live in Canada. I knew a girl from high school that she got arrested. This was a number of years ago. But she got arrested and was, uh, I think, was it just arrested that we saw her? Maybe she went to jail. I forget. And she was in one of these call farms. I think it was in Quebec at this time around the Montreal area. I forget. It could be in Ontario. And they were calling elderly people. And kind of and, and right. you know and scamming this is them the for, CRA for yeah they were scamming them yeah. for money, and I just couldn't believe it. Yeah. And you know what's interesting? She came from like a, a well-off family, um, like they lived in the Mississauga Road Edmonton area. You guys know the area. There's typically there's people with financial means that live in those homes. I don't know what happened since then, and that's what she got caught up in. Yeah, it was crazy. I couldn't believe it. Most of these scams are very simple by nature just like how like magic tricks most of them are very simple by nature once you learn how it's done you're like oh well that's not that impressive at all in fact yeah it's the text message to people that have you in their address book that's why i think it's something on the phone Yeah, because if you don't look at the phone number it just comes up as tom caradza that's why so it's something on the phone People. well there you go so somebody installed a malware app on their phone and their contact list has been siphoned and off they go yeah that's what i think it is guys it's usually simple so the, the thing to remember fundamentally they're not technically savvy people, these people. Also, the people that are being scammed, the ones that fall for it, are not technically savvy people. You don't need to be a technically savvy person to fall for that. Like, Agreed. But like, I could see somebody... Of like, a certain- Tom, when have you ever asked somebody to go buy gift cards at all in mm-hmm. any point of your no, life? No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But actually, the thing is, actually, maybe Nick, I've actually yeah, asked yeah. Nick a few times probably, but yeah, yeah, no, in general, you're right. It doesn't happen. Okay. So, but <laughs> bad, it actually, bad example, bad example, but it actually Nick, works. Can you give me these gift cards? <laughs> we had a customer this happened to, and, and one of the poor staff members, she yeah. fell for it. It's unfortunate that she did. Um, and you know, two, three, whatever my thousands of dollars went away in gift cards. You can't get that money back. So yeah, it's a really sucks. difficult battle. And it ultimately boiled down to just a phishing email, pretending to be the owner and, and off we go. So, okay, next one, because I have more. I'm, all uh, right. What, what are you using right now? Do you like WhatsApp, Telegram, or Signal? And if you're not familiar with these, if you're listening to this, WhatsApp is the messaging app by Facebook. Telegram is a different kind of messaging like app. cross-platform messaging yeah, apps, right? Yeah, and Signal is another one. 
Do you, which one do you prefer or do you like, or do you have thoughts on any of these? Okay. I've deleted WhatsApp. WhatsApp's not on your phone. No. Because of security. It's owned by Facebook. Because of security. <laughs> I like his answer. It's owned by Facebook. That's it. Dead stop. I'm not saying another word. So WhatsApp, WhatsApp's not on your phone at all. I've deleted the app. So all the group chats that you've had, because I'm Didn't sure. Care. We, and you just said, I'm gone. I'm out. Okay. So then where did you go? Telegram or Signal or combo? I ended up going to Signal. Okay. Um, and so now I'm going to, now I'm going to give you some context in the sense that I do miss some of the functionality and features of WhatsApp. It was a great app. It really, really was. In fact, the whole thing about WhatsApp was brilliant until it was owned by a company that has mm -hmm. terrible, terrible track record of any sort of privacy or, or anything. And I'm not some sort of like, I need to be private and off the internet and all that sort sure, of stuff. Sure. You not, just want to be fairly secure. I, no, not even, not even that. Don't treat me like I'm a product. Right now, Facebook and WhatsApps, they, they recently announced something along the sides of the business side because they want to advertise, right? That's how Facebook makes money. They advertise just like how Google does on a lot of their free products. I actually believe that Google's a better company morally at this point than Facebook is. To me, this is a personal opinion. I apologize if this offends anybody. I don't believe that Facebook has anybody's best interests in their minds at all in any which shape or form and it, it's it's a it's a product that needs to ultimately go away instagram is relatively similar to that but at least instagram focuses on just pictures right there's not a lot going on there um whatsapp again where how far will they move the goal posts so so it boils down to i'm just not going to subscribe you just to don't want the data collection on your life on what you're doing collected by some company that they can do with as they please. So my principles are in play. So when it comes to like, we, we use a vendor. Um, I won't name them on this, on the channel. Cause I don't need to do that. But, uh, there's a, there's a vendor that supplies my type of companies with products to do our job better. This is great. They buy up all the little players and then they put it under their brand. They make you sign long-term contracts and they're just, they're really big bullies. They know you're locked into these products. And they want to bully you into being a monthly recurring revenue for Got them. It. Cool. As soon as that company buys anything I use, I jump ship. Mm -hmm. I will refuse to use a product owned by that company. So my pro the concept there is I refuse to use most Facebook products. Now, I do admittedly have Facebook still. I use it for a very, very, very small component of what Facebook is. I also have a business page, so it's sort of, it mm -hmm. puts me in a bit of an awkward page. Um, but no, I don't want to use WhatsApp. I think my chats are not important to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I deleted WhatsApp off my phone now as well. And I'm using a combination of Telegram and Signal because a bunch of people were on Telegram. Yeah. But Signal, I feel, is more decentralized and a bit more secure. But its functionality isn't quite as good. So Well, the guy I who originally wrote WhatsApp wrote Signal. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. Oh, I had no idea. As, far, as long as my memory serves me. Okay. Anyway, yeah. And I want to delete my Facebook uh app but i think i'm in the admin on one of our groups so i have to kind of look at, at something like that there's nothing even there i mean yeah, if you don't yeah. post anything you don't use it, it i haven't posted something have... on facebook i would i would imagine in probably five so years. facebook is no longer marketing to guys like us or people in our age category and up they're now hunting the younger generations and this this probably will prove futile because the younger generations don't care about yeah facebook. i guess they my kids they don't they think facebook is just useless it's like, useless yeah, yeah. but, but facebook is now yeah so they use instagram yeah. they're yeah well just that's see that's just kids don't know that no i know care. but but yeah, but, right. fa but facebook doesn't care they if they're, they're getting, still if getting, they're getting the users on instagram 
they're still getting the users and then they yeah. can still morph them and do what yeah they but want you get you get right? less in like on facebook you get all the political stuff on there you get a little bit less like instagram's a little bit more pictures i don't know i haven't looked at either one in in yeah. years i haven't been on so it was platforms. i read an article where facebook um their algorithm put a preference on things that would make the user angry over the last i don't know stretch of time versus things that would make users happy because angry users stick around. Yeah, and that's why. Did, so, did you so read it? Good. If, did, if you can't tell me that that's not a cancerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh like, my gosh. Oh my gosh. So this what is this is awesome because you know this is this is so interesting because the whole Trump thing and people are like, well, Trump got all this free media from the CNNs of the world mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Even though they were trying to bash him, they gave him so much coverage. They're like, wow, it obviously helped him so much free media. The same thing happened in Facebook. They when they looked back at these reports, they're like the the the, the, the Trump engagement. type of news because it was frustrating people on the left. It got spread way more because the engagement was higher and it got spread and it got much more visibility than than other stuff. Which is so really what you're saying is when Trump runs again for 2024, it's <laughs> going to be awesome on social media. <laughs> well, they've, they've they've tried to change everything. Yeah, but let's all their face it, they're going to go for the money. Jesus. Okay, so the next thing, um, VPN. Do you use a VPN? So a virtual private network for, for anyone listening to this. Um, do you recommend people use a VPN? What would be the situation where I should use a VPN? <laughs> when you need to connect to your office to get data from your office. Otherwise, you don't. what do you need a VPN for? If I want the U.S. Hide, programs on Netflix what you're doing. that I have to trick, yeah. trick Netflix. But to you're not American. hiding anything, really. I mean, the, re the reality is, is like, what are you trying to hide? Got it. So a VPN doesn't somehow obscure my IP address. In it any does. But what, what is that going to help you? I don't know. Like, let's say someone's really secure and they want to log into their banking. And they're like, well, I'm going to log in through a VPN just because it adds another layer of confusion. To no. Waste of time. If can, you're on I public Wi-Fi, one of his judgment on his the look on his face as he's looking at me explaining. Here, I'll give you an example. Okay, public Wi-Fi. There's a, yeah, right. There's there's a kids cartoon that's been out for about a year. This the newest season, and it's not available in North America or in Canada yet. We still can't get it. So I that's have a to huge go, first world problem. But so sure, but really, know, this is a serious. So issue. I have to go on and download copies of these episodes for my daughter. Oof. Is that a good example of using a VPN? Oh, I now I have to cover my tracks, right? It's one of your thinking that he's pleading the fifth on that one. Okay. So uh, I would pay for it. But you know where else I'd it. use it? I wanted to watch TFC play some playoff games when I was in Jamaica. Yeah. And I couldn't get on TSN internationally. So I needed a VPN to make it look like I was in Canada so I could watch the TSN yeah, app, so when you which want... I was paying for. By the and, way, I was paying for TSN's mobile thing. Yeah. So in those scenarios, VPN plays a role. But do you need VPN? The answer is no, you don't just generally need it unless you're somebody who does connect to Starbucks or whatever, then yeah, please connect to your VPN. Yeah, if you're in a Starbucks. Okay, I didn't right? know if you were going to just say, yep, it's yeah. another layer and you should try to use well, it. Well, it ultimately encrypts your data. So by encrypting your data, you're stopping a lot of the junk that could be possibly coming through. Now, in today's day, a lot of the data that's transferring on your computer is already in fact encrypted anyway. So it, it's it's a debatable, not like black and white scenario, right? It's there's a lot yeah. of grays there. Yeah, I know. The the problem is that people think they need a VPN because then they're just more safe on their home network. What are you scared of on your home network? No. You know what I mean? But like, maybe if you're traveling at a hotel, exactly. and you want to add another layer. Okay. Any other encryption on your laptop that comes to mind? I guess not. Is there well, any... there's File Vault. What's the oh File Vault? I don't think I use that. So on your Mac right now, your data is by default not encrypted. Cool. Um, if you turn on File Vault, it's then encrypted. It doesn't slow performance when I'm accessing files or anything. Well, there's ways for me. If your if your Mac is not encrypted, I could 
if I physically had your computer, I could boot it up in a, in a way and then just see all your data. Really? Yes. Without the password? Correct. Oh, shit. That sucks. Because it's not because it's not file vaulted. It's not encrypted. It's the same same story on but the who Windows cares? side. No, What's I don't on? know. Like, I know, I know, but it's kind of well, sucks. Well, you should care. You just it don't want suck. that. Yeah, you yeah. should care. Why, yeah, why are you saying is saying that? Just because of the personal information? Well, you have data on your computer, don't you? Mm. Yeah, yeah, but the type of stuff that I have, like there's just nothing that's really this like. Did you do anything banking related or? Bitcoin related? But I don't have, if you're talking about Nick, my files. when I look at you like this? <laughs> well, no, no. When the, if, you, if you're talking about your files, my files are all this work stuff that we do here. No, but like anything. Do you have customer data? No. No, it's all, everything's, we're like cloud-based for everything. That's great. So, like, but in I general, people stuff. aren't like you. So I'm saying most people are going to have some customer data on there if they're working with clients Yeah, and I and guess stuff. if you're saving your own banking data and stuff on there, and I don't because I save, I in one password, I save that type of stuff that I need for that. Mm-hmm. And everything else is like, if someone, see, there's probably some things there that I prefer that people didn't really see or get access to. But, but I overall, guess there's some passwords saved in the browser. You know, it's like, do you want us to save this password? I guess that's shitty. For, well, for that, you're, you need to be able to boot up the computer. That's different. okay. We're so talking about flat that. files in a lot of cases okay. here, but... So client information, that kind of stuff, you could probably get access to because if it was in a document, you could get to it. Yeah. The reality is, is if you're concerned about data security to the to the extreme mm-hmm. or whatever, File Vault is your answer or BitLocker on the Windows side. Um, they both work the same way. It's ultimately just encrypting your data and you need a password to log in and reboot the computer and things Let's like that. Let's try not to talk about Windows. I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm totally joking. I'm totally joking. We have one Windows machine here. Fair, Fair enough. This <laughs> <laughs> on board. Still the same Fair one from 20. Uh, no, 20. no. We had no. to get a new Windows and the freaking, we got this new laptop. I don't know, Nick, if the Wi-Fi no, work, is works. it working yeah. again? Oh God. But I couldn't it, even get to the settings. It's our banking system still. I, I was talking to the guy today because I had to actually use that to be able to log in because I was like, you have to go in and create a user. I'm like, I use a Mac. I can't log into your system because you have to use an old version of Internet Explorer to log in to the yeah. TD Bank software. And I'm like, guys, I'm like, so you, maybe so we, we had to download back. an old version of Internet yeah, Explorer. Yeah, you can't even use the one that comes with like Windows 10 or whatever it is. It's Microsoft Edge. You have to like, it's like Internet Explorer version like five, like eight, five, or like it's, it's like old, years old. I got a, okay, I and got They it. protect your bank. And that, that, those are the guys running the technology for your bank oh account. Oh my, every time I think about the <laughs> banking system, I flash back <laughs> to when I started there and I, and you know, they were teaching people to learn. JCL, Job Control Language, which was the instructions for the COBOL mainframe computer to run the COBOL application. Somebody would have to create JCL or Job Control Language to launch the mainframe apps. And I, and I think about that every once in a while. They're still doing that for sure. The, our whole banking, there's no way they got off those mainframes. Our whole banking system right now is still run on batch job mainframe computers. That's why when Zvonimir goes to the bank or you and I go to the bank after 4 p.m., it's like these transactions will be dated on the next business day because they're batching these transactions still. It's 2021. Our banking system infrastructure is a joke. Yeah, Yeah, we use two pieces of software here, which drive me nuts. The the bank one and then the brokerage backend accounting, which is kind of like the industry leader. We connect to it still via Microsoft remote desktop connection. It's pure client server. And my guys, like how old is this thing? Like what? What are we doing? You, it's like, 2021. I mean, <laughs> it's 20. We started moving away from this stuff 20 years ago. You Account, know what I mean? Accounting like, software is a difficult industry to deal oh with. Oh my yeah. gosh. Um, okay. Next thing I wanted to, uh, to ask you: Wi-Fi boosters. I don't know if you have any experience with this, and maybe I'm thinking residential because you've set up our Wi-Fi here, and I gotta commend you. Nick and I are very critical 
of Wi-Fi. The Wi-Fi in here that you set up has been amazing. amazing. I think it's two route. Is it two routers? There's is that two the name? Access, two points. access points? Access points that you set up that seem to talk together. It's been perfect. That's the Ubiquity brand. It's pretty good. Yeah, um, it's it, it's been amazing, and then we have Belva. we got too cheap, too cheap to buy the more expensive one. Though. They the were, yeah, you were certainly. One. Oh, really? We yeah. went cheap. Oh, when yeah. you say we, do you mean you? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. See, Nick yeah. saves us money. I don't even know what's happening. Yeah. He you did save I mean? you money, uh, <laughs> and and rightfully so because you didn't really need the the higher end one, so it it worked out fine. Yeah, no, it's yeah. great. Except that somebody on our team who drives a Tesla for software updates. Do you know who I'm talking about? They drive up close so they can get our Wi-Fi because it's so fast. And they have the Wi-Fi password because they're part of the team to download the Tesla updates really fast. Did you know he does that? No, I yeah, he does know. that. Every once in a while, I look outside. His car is like right in front. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm just downloading the latest Tesla. It takes me like an hour at home. I'm just whipping it down here. <laughs> I had no yeah, idea. Yeah. yeah, he does that. He parks right in front. You'd think so, he'd have decent internet at home though, right? I, I know. I know. Knowing him, I know he's not listening. He's probably not listening. Knowing him, he's just like too cheap to download. Like it's some data cap he's got on at home or something. He might be on the grass in the back here on the weekend with his car sometimes just trying to get oh, the, that's the weekend Wi-Fi connection. That's yeah, funny. I so had no idea. No one has our password. You can't do that. If you're listening to this, don't come close to our office Wi-Fi. So <laughs> to answer your question with Wi-Fi, there's, Tesla's outside. there's a good brand that I like. Uh, I think Amazon owns them though. Uh, it's called Eero, E-E-R-O. Really easy to set up. Plug it in, like plugs into power Sorry, outlets. It, that's for the booster. Yeah, so okay. it's a whole Wi-Fi like home system. Like you can install it in small businesses if, if you're starting out. Um, generally, businesses you'd need something a little bit more robust, but they're pretty great from a small business perspective. Okay, so, and if somebody's at home, because I know for my son, when he when everything was online at university, he was taking exams, and right in his bedroom, of course, it was on the second level. The Bell Fiber router thingy was in the basement, and I needed a bit of a booster to get to his room. So that's something that you could recommend for most people. They plug it into their outlet and boost the signal. So interestingly enough, Bell has a pretty cool product that they bought. Uh, Plum or something like that. They're they're these little like pods. I have two in my house right yeah, now. Yeah, they're not. They're good. They bought a they bought a company that was doing this. It's a mesh network. Yes, which is which is important because you don't have wires all over your home, right? So you don't have anywhere to plug them in. Generally speaking, so you just plug them into an outlet and hope that they can mesh to each other. And it actually works really well. They gave me an app. I was blown away, Nick. I just did this like two months ago or something. They gave me an app so that I could actually monitor them to see if they're on the network and the strength of their signal. Correct. And both my kids now say they can get better signal where they're hanging out. Yeah, so that's that's the easiest solution because you just work with Bell, but they're going to bill you, I don't know, 10 bucks a month per pod. They did 10 bucks a month per pod. I think I got some promotion to begin with. They're making money. Yeah, because those things are only like 100 bucks each, 150 bucks each. Yeah, correct. But the... The explanation I got around a mesh network that was kind of interesting was just that it's all acting as one network, so you don't have to deconnect, unconnect, disconnect, 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 disconnect. Thank you. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) disconnect. Took a lot out of you. Yeah, really did. So, (laughs) the mesh networking is is you have one SSID or one network, but they all work in unison like a harmony. Um, like your like your three microphones are all plugged into a main amp or whatever, right? Or mixer. So that mixer is the controller hub for everything, and it just okay. makes it all work. And the brand you just mentioned, what, is that also a mesh network setup thingy? Eros are mesh, yeah. There's Eero, there's a bunch of them out there, okay. right? I've I've really had great success with just recommending Eero to somebody. They go to the store, they buy it, and they install it themselves. I don't even have to get involved. Is Eero just E-R-O or something? E-E-R-O. E-E-R-O. And it is. It's owned by Amazon, so. Yeah, oh, yeah so, so, so with so, that, so you, you know, have yeah. some concerns. So but. Your, data, your data and your, your history is definitely going to some database there. Yeah. You, okay, the next possibly. thing I wanted to ask you was, do you have any favorite MacBook uh, shortcut commands? Because this saves my life every time I have to take screenshots when we're putting presentations together. I use Command-Control-Shift-4 
to get like the copy and paste little kind of what's mm -hmm. the crosshair so I can cut and paste off my screen or command control shift to take a screenshot and I'll save it to my desktop. Those two shortcuts save my life. Mm -hmm. Like I use those probably almost at least weekly, if not daily. I mean, do you have any other shortcut commands that you really like? Um, you're, you're really digging into my muscle memory, but one that there's a couple, uh, command space is a great one because it'll launch spotlight and then you search for whatever it is yeah. that you want to launch. That's right? a good one. And then yeah. instead of like you clicking around to the finder and at whatever, blah, 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 forget that. Stop clicking so much. Use the keyboard. So command space, type in like the first couple letters and it'll usually pop up for you. Great. You can even use that to do basic quick math. Command space and then just type in the math. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, you can even do currency exchange. So command space and then do dollar sign 30 and it'll convert your local currency CAD into US right oh. away, right on the spot, which is really handy. Another really cool one is, um, I don't know why this one struck me, but let's say you've got, like I'm looking at your window there and you've got a bunch of tabs open. If you did command Q, your whole browser window would close. But command W will close just that window so that tab within Safari, for example. So if you've got 20 tabs open of websites, huh. command W will just close the active tab. And that tab. applies to Chrome as well? Yep. Oh, wow. Oh, it does? Yeah, yeah command, command W is system-wide, so it doesn't matter what application we're talking about. If it's got multiple windows or tabs, so let's say you've got 20 Word files open, Command Q would quit Word. Yes, well, which is what that. I use usually, Command Q. And sometimes I'm cursing because it'll say, do you want to save this document? I'm like, sure. oh, I didn't even mean to do that. But you're like, I just want to close this document. Command, oh, command W. w. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's a good one. That's a great one. And then the other one that I, I struggle with is on Mac. Ever since I moved over years ago now, I haven't solved this one, but I think I just saw it on your blog. To delete a file, it's really much hard. You know, in Windows, you can just hit delete. Mm -hmm. On Mac, you kind of have to always go like edit, tra delete, trash, or something. <laughs> command like delete. It's yeah. command delete. I've never used command delete. You use command delete? Yeah. yeah Why are you holding that one for me, man? I, I don't know. I figured I just gave you too much command credit for delete. how much knowledge. Uh, another you have. great one is actually if you want to <laughs> rename a file, yeah. just select the file once, one click. Don't double click. Double click sure. opens it, right? One click and then hit the return key or enter, and it'll select the file name automatically and you just start typing to rename it. Oh, I didn't know that one. Did you I know that one, Nick? I hit space. Did you how know that How many one? people space are sitting? Did you know that one? It's the same thing. No, yeah. you didn't know that one. Mine's more advanced because the key's bigger, so it's easier. Instead of return space, easier. So I want to see how many people are actively <laughs> scrambling on their computers, smashing these shortcuts <laughs> to see what <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and if you're listening to this while you're driving or something, there's no way you're remembering any of it. But every once in a while when I refresh my shortcut education, I know this sounds totally geeky, but I don't care. It's, it really helps my life. I'm so much more efficient. Yeah, if you get into the habit of some of that stuff. Yeah, it, 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 like it the does, command space yeah. one, I forgot about Spotlight. I use that one so regularly, I forgot about it, but that's a fantastic one. I replaced one. Spotlight with, I think it was Alfred at the time, because Spotlight was just slower and cumbersome, oh, so Alfred was, was faster. Oh, Alfred, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I like so that Mal one. Did you, are you using it for free, Nick? I don't give a shit. If you're they using can, something you know for free, do you know what the product is? Do you know who the product is? If the, the Oh, it's free. You think product. I'm going to pay for an app like yeah, that? Yeah, so Damn then right you definitely free. have malware on your computer. <laughs> and Zvonimir shaking his head right now, for sure. That's malware. I don't think Alfred's free, guys. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> damn, I paid for it? <laughs> Nick, you paid for software? We better see that on the expense of our spreadsheet tracking <laughs> shit. What kind of shit are you paying that's for? That's a business expense. That's productivity. Holy shit, man. Rip off on that. <laughs> um, okay. That one. Oh, this is one I want your opinion on. I use the Photos app on my phone all the time. I struggle with photos on the MacBook itself. Do you use the Photos application on, the, on your computer or just on your phone? I do both. And you find that useful? Well, the app's not the greatest app, I'll oh, be okay. honest. But okay. it, it should be in sync. 
at the very least. It's in sync if I open it, but it sucks, so I don't even bother using it. I'm like you. I'm like, forget it. I never even open it. So what do you mean in sync? When you open it, it'll sync all my photos. Well, all your photos on your phone should be on your computer. If they're not, it's a quick little setting. We can deal with that later. Oh, yeah. I I think I kind of turned that off. It just bothers me on that app so much. I have everything backed up to the cloud. So you're using iCloud? I'm using iCloud. So you just probably don't have iCloud turned on on your computer. Yeah, yeah. Bother you like you're an iCloud fan on the computer for photos though. Yeah, it's great because if yeah. I take a photo with my, like I I'll, I'll go in the garage and yeah. I'll, I'm selling something. I don't know a stupid example, but I'll sell some. I'll take a couple snapshots yeah, yeah. and then on my computer I'll do it's all the there. work. Yeah, yeah. I use AirDrop still to move them over. Yeah, that seems ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> totally ridiculous. So let's let's fix that workflow. Okay. Any other? Any? <laughs> I think it's faster. No, because once you get into that Photos app, it gets so bogged down I with crap to try to use I them. The, it's a yeah, pain. but maybe his is in sync. Because when we launch, it's probably not in sync for three no, years. No, mine's in sync, but it doesn't matter. Just to do anything with the photo, it's there. Then I'm like, what the it. hell? How do, I, how do I use you know what this else to I do hate something? About, I love, I'm a Mac guy for sure now. But you know what else I hate? iTunes. The the whole music experience on on Apple. I hate it. Apple Music. You mean, Apple iTunes, Music. Yeah. Sorry, Apple Music now. I hate it. It sucks. I don't know why they have to be so horrible on it. Yeah, I started using bad. Spotify now because of the Tesla and Spotify's in the Tesla. Spotify's amazing. Yeah, I know everyone knows this and I'm late to the game here. I'm totally but, late to that game. Personally. Yeah, Spotify's yeah. amazing. Uh, Spotify's better, but it's just I, just the laziness in me. I'm like, it, the Apple Music's integrated into everything well, so I just, well, I just, just use it. Apple Music. Yeah. Right? Like how many subscriptions do you want to have, yeah. right? No, agreed. But Spotify, you know why? When I'm walking on my daughter's dog, because this is what I do. This is now my job. I walk my daughter's dog, and I can oh, be listening. You fell into that trap. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh well. I, mean, totally I think deep. everyone could our see dog, that coming before the dog arrived. Fell in the obvious. pool. We closed our pool. It's now fallen in twice onto the cover, and I always think it's going to get sucked up by the cover and just die of suffocation. So it just fell in the other day. I had to kind of go scoop it out of the pool. But the dog? Yeah, because it smelled. I was barbecuing steaks. And it loves steak so much, it freaks out and tried to hop over. Our, we have a waterfall in our pool. I tried to hop from one rock to the other rock and didn't quite make it. Oh, we have a very athletic dog. Clearly. I was going to say, are you talking about yourself or the dog <laughs> no, right now? You know? No, no, no. But I have myself on video running to get the dog, which is kind of a funny video from our... Wait a minute. Time out. <laughs> Your dog's drowning, and you yeah. took a video of this. No, scenario. no, because we have security cameras. We're very secure. Oh, I see. Monomere. So automated video. Yeah, yeah. Understood. I went back into the security cameras. Because I'm like, you, you got to save the dog. <laughs> worry about the. Worry about your social yeah. media. After I didn't the take fact. a selfie. A selfie video of me. Hey, I'm about to save my dog. Look <laughs> at me saving the dog. I almost <laughs> can, killed. Can you imagine? Um, okay, something else. Reminders and notes on Apple. I All love right. those two applications. Do you use those two? And if you do, do you have any thoughts or tips? Um, reminders has gotten a lot better. So no tips really there. Um, okay. But you do use reminders. I do use it from time to time. Um, I'm terrible at this because I use a different third-party app I, I can mention in a second. Um, with Notes, their app has gotten really good. Really good. Um, I'm, I'm, it's probably my favorite Apple app. And I don't use a lot of them. I agree. Um, because I feel like they just lack in functionality in a lot of ways. It, it, listen, so why do you like notes? What are you using notes for? Just like as a brain dump to store information? How are you? No, I don't use it very much at all, actually. Okay. Um, but I do appreciate what it is and what it's become. Um, and I will use it, say, on my iPad. Because then I can, sk- like, I've got the Apple Pencil or whatever, and I can write notes. Like, actually write notes. Now, I can't read my writing. But, <laughs> it, it, you know, that's a different problem. <laughs> Guys, I take the most wonderful notes. I actually write the best poetry you've ever... I can't, can't read, read any of it. Thing. I don't know. I can't I, repeat it back to you. I'm, uh, yeah, I just, it's, 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 it's a hot mess. 
<laughs> but you're saying the Apple but product can read your handwriting, it but you can't. Well, it, it can change exactly. Yeah. So thank you for segueing me. Or Tom is just neanderthalically <laughs> dealing with making fun of me. Neanderthalically is that a word? I don't think so. But I'm disconnecting. I'm disconnecting from this conversation. Okay. Because uh, you're so, a Neanderthal. No. I use an app. Uh, we took the DNA sample. I know how much of a Neanderthal I am. Thank yeah, you it was high. Much. No, it wasn't. It was oh. right in the oh. <laughs> I use an app called Notion, which Notion users, if anybody's in the podcast, that I, they'll be like rah-rahing me right now in their cars. But um, Notion is really, really powerful in the sense that it's a relational database app where you can do a lot of things. You can build tables in. You can. It, it's it's crazy what you can do. Oh, you're a tech geek if you're talking about Notion and relational and tables. Yes. Well, it's great because I can create a page in Notion that has my customer list with a bunch of different fields. And I can then relate that page to another database, if you will. But I'm not doing this by being databases in these apps. But it, yeah. but it's any any dummy, including myself, because I'm, I'm I'm a dummy when it comes to this stuff. I really really am. I'm, I I use maybe one percent of what Notion can do, and I keep hitting that wall of like I wish I could do this. And it's like I know it can, but I can't. Yeah. I'm not capable of energy like the amount of energy it requires to figure it out. But it's super super powerful. Huh. Okay, I got to check out Notion. Notion's I a love cool Apple app. Notes because. For the presentations that we do, we do these things, you know, real estate updates and local kind of market updates around the real estate market and economic updates. If I come across something on my phone, I can dump it into Apple Notes so easily, Absolutely, yeah. save it there, and then I have this stockpile of information to go as, as raw material to go build a presentation off of. Correct. And Notes uh, is just become fantastic for that because from wherever you're reading now, from if you're seeing something on a website or from Twitter or from whatever application you're on, you can quickly throw it in Apple Notes. I absolutely just love it. So yeah, I use it, I use it all the time. We've actually, for a while, we had shared notes. We kind of got away from that when we were doing the team meetings. We shared reminder lists. Those are good shared too. Shared reminder, reminder lists. Lists. Yeah, it was a I reminder I use it for groceries. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we have Same a couple here. in our family that we yeah, use yeah. for that stuff. Yeah, I have a Canadian Tire reminder list. Because I'm always going to Canadian Tire for something. <laughs> yeah, anyway, that's a different, different story. If I see you in the aisles of Canadian Tire in Oakville, <laughs> that's what that... Okay, <laughs> reminders and notes. Uh, notion. There was something else um, that I wanted to ask that I've kind of just, just, uh, just escaped me now. Um, around this IT. What stuff. about browsers? What about going oh, that's, to, that was, yeah, to yeah. DuckDuckGo or something like that? If you're like an anti-Google person. Well, that's a search engine, it, not a browser. Oh, sorry. Jesus. Yeah. Sorry, no, brave. Your IT skills thinking, have I'll, really gone. Like thinking, you used to be like a solid six. Are you still talking? Now you're Neanderthal? a two. Now you're a two. <laughs> you're Neanderthalically. Neanderthalically. We all are Neanderthal. Everyone has some Neanderthal in, in us. Listen, I took anthropology in university. We all have some Neanderthal. You know, one of the, the rules. Homo sapi- on, uh, the Homo sapiens eliminated the Neanderthals, but we all have some Neanderthal in us. So on a podcast, generally, you don't try to speak over to each other, right? Over each other. But when Tom disagrees with you, then he'll just keep speaking until you stop and then because he doesn't care about the rules anymore so <laughs> but yeah the browser question was a good question it was good bra- so browser so search engine duck, duck, go browser brave that type of stuff is that like just overkill or is if, if you're like hey i want to kind of protect i don't want google you know tracking every my every move that yeah that there's make that move duck, duck, go is good i found uh, there's a couple other ones that are ugh, the names are escaping me now have uh, you ever done searches on duck, duck, go and done the same search on google yes. have you guys done that yeah it's crazy. Yeah, you get see. you get different results. It's very interesting, especially uh, around like kind of sensitive topics. So if you do COVID and Trump or you know this type of stuff, you get a vastly different. What the hell are you searching? Sort of, well, I'm just it's no, just I'm, I'm testing. Yeah, right. That's I, interesting. I, I haven't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have really to do that. Because yeah. I used if to. If you search COVID stuff on Google and COVID whatever comes to mind for you on DuckDuckGo, you will get different results. Very different. Interesting. Yeah, and you'll get different some news science, results. You'll get like some peer-reviewed scientific papers on DuckDuckGo that do not come up on Google. 
I, I see. Like, it's very interesting. Yeah. I started doing the test. I started doing um, last. It was about a year ago, I guess, close to to when the election was, the U.S. election. I started going to Fox News and CNN and just seeing the headlines on the front page of the two different news channels, um, almost just for my own humor. It was really funny to see the, the the wide difference, and then I started doing it with different search engines just to kind of see what was going on. So, do you you if you had to rank them, uh, Google, Chrome, Safari, Brave, which do you like? Which do you use? Do you use Safari? Maybe I do use Safari. Um, I used Chrome for a long time, and it it's not that I don't like I don't mind Chrome. Ultimately, there's a lot of again ad tracking and, and yep. things that you got to worry about, um, but Chrome unfortunately has the most compatibility with most websites. So it's, again, unfortunately, with all technology, it's not a black and white answer. I use Safari 99% of the time. Fundamentally, and almost only because it, well, there's two reasons. One, the battery performance on your laptop is going to be way better than on with Chrome. Okay. Oh, it's wow. It's optimized yeah, for yeah, it. I never thought about yeah. that. So Chrome's not We're talking for the like M1. hours of battery life. Oh, wow. Really? Especially on the M1s. It's really? insane. Chrome won't make an M1 uh, version of Chrome. Do me a favor. Use Chrome one day, all day on your Mac. You'll be plugging in. Use Safari on your Mac. You'll get out out of the office and go home and still have battery life. Wow. Okay. Right. So that's one reason Safari is absolutely better. It's not slower than Chrome. It's fast. It's a great browser, Safari. The other one is just the privacy concerns. Safari has built-in ad tracking, blocking, and all those sorts of things. So it's it's great. Brave is a great browser, but because a lot of those, it's so aggressive in its blocking, you tend to run into issues with certain websites, yeah. and that that kind of gets annoying. So I I'm I'm somebody who I'd rather not be annoyed, but release a little bit of control. Yeah. Okay. I, so Safari is kind of your middle ground. It's a great middle ground. Yeah, it's yeah. a great browser. I recommend it in general for a Mac user. And when you see Brave, when Brave wants to, or has the option to launch a, a tab with Tor, what, what do, and I don't know if you know this, is Tor just a way that IP address, you ping around your IP address? Or, what, yeah, what's what's you're, Tor? You're, oh man. Um, I'm, I'm going to do it a disservice if I try to explain it. Just a high, one sentence. Like, is it just another layer, layer yeah, you're of just, security? Yeah, you're, you're just trying to anonymize yourself more than you would normally. Okay. Is a super simple way of explaining it. Okay. I generally, I, I don't know why I've convinced myself of this or I'm comfortable with it, but I've generally come to terms with, uh, I feel more comfortable with Apple with more of my data than Google or Facebook, for sure Facebook, but then, then even Google. So like- You should though. Right? Because I just- feel like they respect a little bit more privacy and stuff like that that's that's my feeling i've based it on a couple small things but nothing really okay so let's 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 talk about that big elephant in the room is apple siphoning your personal data for their benefit in some way shape or form i'm sure in some way shape or form they are possibly yeah how they're doing it what they're doing with it are two fundamental questions that we can't quite answer as it stands right now the way apple at least markets itself. Tim Cook has gone out and said this multiple times is basically saying your privacy is our concern. They want you to have your privacy and they've, they, all they've done up to this point, because we don't have evidence of the, of the alternative, which is what Google and Facebook are doing. They are, as far as we can tell, again, I don't, I'm not, I'm not like some sort of, you know, they are respecting users privacy. Now you're paying what a lot of people will call as an Apple tax for that as well. Because they can't make money on the back end deal. Well, their new right? laptops or the, the MacBook Pros. The, I almost had a heart attack when I saw the prices, the starting price of the MacBook Pros. Yeah, they're great like, machines, and it's are. back to the price that they sh- they were before too. When they were that powerful, I guess. Except they weren't right? that powerful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I guess that's a great segue too. Is like, well, why does Apple hardware cost so much? And it doesn't. 
you have a 13 inch macbook pro here that cost you probably under two just about two grand that's a good price for an exceptional laptop i get I it. it i get I it, it now i i didn't but when we first moved to apple i didn't get it and i went to and i couldn't i'm like I, I, to the sales rep i'm like i don't get this why am i paying the specs on this versus the spec on the hp you know pc equivalent why am i paying so much more the specs aren't even as good he's like yeah you don't understand when everything works in unison and i'm like that sounds such yeah, a when, when the hardware is designed for the operating yeah. system and i'm like it's such a load of crap i don't get it but you know what i've heard so many good things i'm going to try this thing and for two weeks or for about a week i think it actually was i hated the thing and then once you make the transition for me personally i've become you know I used to look at Apple people and be like, I don't get it. Why do they think they're better than everyone? Like, yeah. What's wrong with these people? But I ended up becoming one of those people because now I go to use a, a, a PC and I can't handle it. But it is. And and it's not just that. They, they, our PCs in the past, those laptops, and they've made better now. There are higher quality ones available. Sure. But they basically, basically became disposable after about two years. Right. Whereas these things last far longer. Yeah. So let's 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 go down a road here, which is an interesting road for people who might be listening who don't understand exactly what you just described. And I think it's a little bit deeper than just surface level stuff. So if we look at PCs and Macs, I don't know, five years ago, they're the same damn thing. They both used Intel. They both used the same RAM, ultimately the same, you know, hard drives. All these things were all the same. It's just what case did you put it in and what who marketed it better? And arguably, Apple did. Now, Apple was one company. They're trying to unify everything. Everything was great, but it was ultimately the same thing. What fundamentally changed was software. Okay, so hardware-wise, same computer. Software-wise, two different worlds. Can we agree with that? Mm-hmm. Cool. So now, that's boring. That's the Apple computers were expensive then, but they they weren't any more expensive than ex- good high-end Windows computers of the day because the hardware components that the three same factories make are the same damn components. Okay. When we fast forward to last year when the M1s came out, and this week or last week announced, uh, I think actually Monday was the first day or Tuesday that these computers shipped the M1 Pro and the M1 Max, which are the benchmarks aren't quite out yet, but they're insane. So now we have a differential, finally, a real differential, where Windows computers fundamentally are using Intel chips still, and we have the M series chips on the Mac side. Really cool what's happening with that, because it's not just a processor anymore. That M chip is uh, an SOC, which means all, all the system components are on the one chip. RAM. GPU, which is your graphics processor and processor, and a couple other ML processors, like a whole bunch of different things that Apple has done, which they've they fundamentally started on on the iOS, the iPhones and iPads. I don't know if you've noticed, guys, but you've had iPads probably for eight nine years and didn't even realize they slowed down. They didn't slow down. Yeah, they barely they barely did. They're I, great I, devices. Unless you use a brand new one, you don't even realize. You don't really. even realize, right? So. Now you take this M-based processor, which gave you all of a sudden 10 more hours of battery life. Your, your, I love it. Your power usage has decreased by you know 80 watts and, and, and all these other various things. You can't slow this buddy down. There's no fan in this thing. It's great. Um, there literally is no fan in the MacBook Air 13-inch. There's no fan. Hmm, that's a good point. You're right. I've never there, heard there of fan. There is no... I guess that's why I've never heard the fan. There is no fan. <laughs> Got it. Right? So know. it's like, so how can this chip do so much with so much performance at lower energy usage at you know all these various benefits and i'm not saying it's the best thing since sliced bread but man is it a change in in gameplay 
So when we look at this and we say, we've got M1 computers on the Mac side now, which actually have outperformed or are outperforming. There is no Windows PC on a, on a generalist level that can come close to these right now, especially the Pro and the Max. But is that because they're doing hardware software together? Because, so I get it. I get the hardware component of it. Well, the, the software is certainly a part of it, but the hardware is all one, one chip now. It's got this yeah. unified so memory. No latency. It's all kind of integrated. Oh, guys, it's insane. Yeah, it's, yeah but it's just a matter of time before Intel does a similar chip. I don't know. Intel is it feels though? like it's slipping. Is like it they, though? Intel's been slipping for a know. while. I feel like it has. I don't know. It was just a matter of time before Samsung copied everything Apple did. So, I mean. Yeah. Well, so Google is starting to do this ARM based because it's based on ARM versus uh, x86 or whatever. That's that's boring technical mumbo jumbo. But basically. A lot of this is boring technical mumbo jumbo. I love Intel, this boring technical mumbo jumbo. <laughs> Intel fundamentally has had, like, guys, what happened to BlackBerry? Failed yeah, to innovate. Yeah, yeah. It's all it was. I feel, Palm Pilot. No, man. but I, I really feel Intel. Like I don't hear about Intel breaking records on anything. Because anymore. they haven't, and they're not. And the reason Apple made a switch was because they were sick and tired of waiting for, for Intel. Intel. Yeah. So they said, "Screw it. We'll do it ourselves. We've been doing it. We may as well just continue doing it." And it took some time, and then they finally did it. So now, when you compare a Mac to a PC, it's not just about which software you're using. There is a hardware comparison. Yeah, it's a different architecture. And, and why would I suggest to somebody, and I, not to say I don't sell Windows computers or we don't have customers with Windows computers, we certainly do, and it's not a problem. It's, it's, it's what software you need will dictate what tool you use because this is just a tool. So would, for people buying, are you recommending, uh, or for, just for yourself, like you like the new Mac, you think you would pick up a new MacBook Pro? I bought the 14-inch M1 Max fully loaded like a psychopath yeah, that is yeah, that is <laughs> like a psychopath. Because there's, I like that stuff too. Because though. there is absolutely zero reason for me to have that much horsepower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I said, screw it. This yeah, is my yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. see this thing run. Like, you open that baby right. at Starbucks, and you just it like a glow comes off of it. Look at me, you fuckers. <laughs> well, for the, well, for the amount that it costs, <laughs> yeah, I wish yeah. it did a lot. But it, it it's not going to do You're much more than sending Savari, my email. Launching Safari, checking your email. Yeah. <laughs> That's so it. look so, how fast that browser opens. So I did that because obviously I'm in the industry. I don't recommend that for the average Joe. Yeah. The Ma you know? Honestly, this MacBook Air that I have, this 13-inch one, it's, it's a rocket ship. Yes. I absolutely love it. I, and you know what? Also, they went back and fixed the keyboard because the keyboard yes, on the did. last MacBook Pro, yes. I hated it. I actually hated yeah, mine's, it. I don't mind I can, mine. I can type uh, quite fast yeah. and uh, quite quickly. My grammar today is just way off, but uh, Neander I, Neanderthal I'm, not, I'm not allowed Neander to say anything. Yeah, Neanderthal. Neanderthalically. Neanderthal anyway. What was, it, what was it, the word? Neanderthalically? Sure. Yeah. I want to know if that's a word. Now. Listen, you know what we're going to do? We're bringing I guarantee you it's not. This is going to stick, though. No, we're going to do our DNA tests on the table here and just check everyone's Neanderthal ratios on on here, okay? That's what we're going to do. So, Tom, to give you perspective. And then we're going to sing. We're going to sing songs about that. that. To give you perspective, the M1 is at whatever speed it is. The M1 Pro is double that. Oh, wow. And the M1 Max is double the Pro up on, a, on a general scale. So it's, it's the M1 Max is four Smoking. times as fast as the M1. Yeah. And you just told me that the M1, you can't slow down. Like these computers no, are fast. fast. Yeah. Apparently I, when you plug right. in the M1 Max, because it's so powerful, it actually will drain the battery, the usage of it, right? A little bit faster. So they, they, they slow the speed down. But when it's plugged in, apparently, because I've looked at some, we were looking for potentially something here for more uh, video rendering and stuff like that, right? And um I, I've just I've seen the, some of the, the the stats behind it, and it just seems incredible. Well, this I'm podcast, like, how long does it take? What what do we what Mac do we have that's processing? It's got these an M1 videos? chip. 
It does have it's an M1 chip. So it's not. Okay. It's not. A, it's not a. Uh, it's not a laptop. It's the little. You know, little square. Yeah, box and that's been better than what we had yeah. before. But can you imagine these new chips? Yeah, it's going to rocket through that. Kind it's going to smoke it. When yeah. you see, I want you to share what you do with clients in a second. But uh, when you um, are working with, or when you walk into someone's house or a business, what's the easiest thing or what drives you crazy about security that someone can do? And don't say freaking two-factor authentication because we are two-factored up in here. What is it? Is, is it uh, it's when the Wi-Fi password's not on or set the actually, password? Actually, you know what? We should tell you that. I was wondering, you made the, the Wi-Fi password for this office. And I'm not going to say it publicly on this podcast, but we've never changed it. So when people get that password, they just kind of laugh. I don't know if you remember what you made it. No. Okay. Well, we'll tell you afterwards. I forget. Yeah, but yeah. I think it was something silly. <laughs> it yeah. was. And, and we give it to look people at, and they always look at and us. And they look like, at us and you feel start. Really? Like, oh, that's and then weird. you know what? We always throw you under the bus. Wasn't us. <laughs> it was Zwanamir made this password. <laughs> and, so, and But it's a rememberable one, right? It is, actually. That's it is. a good yeah. point. It is. It is. It's, it's long, symbols, numbers, everything, but you can remember it. Yeah. Good job on that. The trick is that it's memorable. So when you walk into somebody's business or home, what drives you crazy that they could improve with their about their security really quickly that they don't? What comes to mind? Well, you you just trumped my like. Is it the Wi-Fi? Well, no, it's two factor, man. Yeah, two factor. It is. It just comes down to two factor. Ever since Vladimir said that, I'm two factored up on everything, man. And and now and I, just I use Google Authenticator because some of the two factor stuff is Google Authenticator. Yeah. Any thoughts about Google Authenticator? We didn't ask you that. Uh, it's better now that you can actually back up the codes. I think. Yeah, that's it's um, not backup. You can transfer. Maybe you can't back them up, but you can transfer them. I just got a new phone, and I re- and, and before I think even getting them over to the yeah, I stopped using all of them, and I just went to one password. By the way, one password can be your two factor thing. Do, does oh, it, it can. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious. Can it be on, on the two factor authentication? Can something like that be? Does it? Does the website have to be like approved with that particular authenticator? No, or, no. So it's anyone. The, um, so it's the app itself. Okay, so let's say you're using One Password or Authy or Google Authenticator or Microsoft. Yeah, sure, do you guys whatever. see how this could be complicated for people? Yes, it's such a pain in the ass. Yeah, thank you. So your profession is a cluster. Well, I just used. Yeah. It's funny because I just <laughs> used Google. I think it was for One Password or Dropbox or something, and it wasn't like one of the approved. It wasn't one of the ones they tried to guide you towards. I'm like, I'm just going to try and see if this works, and it did work. Right. So there's so, a standard they must be following. There's a, yeah, there's a standard. So, yeah. yeah. There's a security hash that you can either type in manually or copy in manually, or you scan the QR code. Yeah. Okay. So and then you it. can for, then for the most part, maybe not. There's always, a protocol but, that yeah. they're all following to do these time-based codes, right? And then it, it, it's 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 all dependent on that. If someone wants to reach out to you, what is the URL? What services do you offer? Who are your clients? So at your server.ca uh, or email me Zvon at. This is I yeah. hate this. Zvon at at your server.ca. Thank you. Yeah. There's the double at, which explaining that on the phone <laughs> has. You should have thought about that before you came up with that domain name. I was young, man. I was yeah, stupid. Yeah, yeah. At your server, um, but I got it. I see what you're doing with at I, your server. It's I think kind there was of a, like at your service, right? That was the play on words. See, yeah. I get it. Yeah. I get it. I'm glad you I'm glad you figured out that basic the Neanderthal in me. Yeah, that was, that no, that's advanced, man. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah, beyond that's, the Neanderthal. That's, that's, okay. You must be university educated. <laughs> so Listen, um, I need someone else to defend me against you too. Yeah, we do <laughs> IT services for uh, small, medium businesses or will augment businesses that have IT departments. But we'll, fundamentally, we're consultants, right? So I will consult with you and work with what's a solution and blah, 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 blah. We don't like to force feed things, but there are certain things like two-factor that we do. Um, and we make that a mandate. Like, no, you need to have this if you want us to even talk to you at this point. It's it's so important 
Okay, so that's I, the basic. I'm heating, but for I'm, your I'm clients, you will drum, manage their laptops, their network, yeah. file backups. You'll do everything start to finish. Yeah, we look at what's needed. Every It's funny because I keep trying to cookie cutter it, and I can't. It's yeah. impossible. Everybody's a little bit unique and different, right? Um, but they follow the same basic guideline script in terms of like what they need, right? Like, you know, email security, emails in general. So who are you using for email? Are you using Google or Microsoft? Those are the only two that will let people use at this point. Like hosting your own email is, is 1983. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just not a thing anymore. Um, and, okay. and, and really just kind of guiding. Have, what I've learned is that just like you guys, right? Like having somebody to be able to lean on is more important than almost anything else. It's like, oh, I have this technical problem. I can't wait to just call Zvon or his team. Yeah. And when crap hits the fan, having someone like you is an ace up oh, your yeah, sleeve. Yeah. Well, that's just it, right? Um, I had a customer, brand new customer. Uh, this is a great story, actually. And I'm not trying to rob around myself, but it did work out that way. Is um, They did an update on their computer. It was directly related to us sending a notification to do the update. And the update failed. And why it failed is still a mystery. But this computer would not finish the update and it was just stuck on that progress bar. Well, the gentleman's like, listen, man, like, why the hell did this happen in the middle of the day too? Of course, right? Like, how am I supposed to solve this for him now? And he's about an hour's drive away. Nonetheless, I went over to his place, got his laptop, got the data off of it. Then we were able to at least rebuild the machine from scratch. Um, we'll do stuff like that. Mm -hmm. We'll That's be there cool. to, to help him, right? Like, Can you imagine Nick trying to figure out how to get the data off a laptop at this point? I couldn't even do that. Well, and it even took me a bit of time because with the M1 Max, funny enough, they're so new that my muscle memory techniques are completely different. Like the stuff that we used to do for 15 it's years, changed. it's all changed. So now it's like, how do I do that? And it's like, oh, I got to look it up because I can't remember that specific thing. Like I know it exists, but I don't remember how to... So it's, it's impossible to keep up, even for guys like us, because the technology is moving at such a pace, right? The next 10 years is going to be crazy. I've thought about something I need to ask one of you about. Uh, we'll do it after the podcast, but about email and all that stuff. Thank you for this. We'll put your URL in the show notes at rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash podcast. The URL to reach Zvonimir is at yourserver.ca. And on your website, you have a blog with a bunch of really cool tips on there. So if you're into this kind of stuff, like Nick and I are, or just me, I don't know if you're, I, I like this stuff. Uh, this, I just know it all already. Oh yeah, you mm -hmm. know it all. I, I'm still learning. I'm the, I'm the rookie on you this know, stuff. Man, you're, I taught you, you older, everything you, you know in this younger stuff. Brother I taught to you everything you, you know in this world. with technology. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> see, see how we spoke over each other? And then sometimes I'm like, I should stop, but then I'll just keep going. So then Nick, why did he email me about figuring out your public IP address for your cameras? yesterday i've already told him how to do it how did yeah, I? I forget on See, details i forget yeah. so there's, there's yeah. no doubt yeah. oh man <laughs> um and then you know how we're going to conclude this episode we're going to get the clip of zonamir singing and we're going to put the rock star bitcoin song i don't know if i had a name whatever i heard the the bitcoin song that zonamir sang in there and that's how we're going to end this episode so if you're listening to this you're about to be serenaded again with, again with it's a great song i love that song we're going to be using that a lot your poor listeners yeah, no it's amazing <laughs> thank you thank you for doing that that Thanks was freaking amazing yeah. yeah thank you bitcoin higher than a mile i'm watching you in style all day Oh, dream maker, you heartbreaker, wherever you're going, I'm holding all day. Two drifters off to see the charts. There's such a lot of charts to watch. We're after 
the whole time highs waiting for the dips my rock star little friends bitcoin and you hey everyone hopefully you enjoyed that chat and that singing we're so grateful that zvonimir was doing that and you can reach out to zvon short for zvonimir you can reach out for zvon at uh, to, you can reach out to zvon let me get that right you can reach out to zvon at yourserver.ca so let me repeat that the url to reach out to him is at at yourserver.ca that's at yourserver.ca you can check out what he's doing what services he offers and he has a great blog which shares all sorts of tips on the subjects that we were just talking about and goes into detail about them it's actually fantastic information i find it a great resource you can check that out at his website and the url for that is at yourserver.ca. And if you are listening to this and you want to get some real estate information or you just want to understand some of the trends that are pushing real estate prices the way they are, you can find a series of reports that we've put together on different topics like population and the cost of university versus real estate and the destruction of the middle class where we look at asset prices and incomes. You can check out all those reports at the URL rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash reports. That's rockstarinnercircle.com forward slash reports. Hopefully you enjoyed the episode. Until next time, your life, your terms.